Welcome to the All in a Homeschool Day podcast. If you're like most of my listeners, you too wear many hats and you have a lot of demands on your time. It's difficult to juggle it all as a homeschool mom, and it's easy to be overwhelmed by everything you need to do. This show is not about finding the right curriculum or doing all the right things. It is about helping you focus on the best for your homeschool and your family. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is the fourth in our series of Getting It All Done. If you missed the other episodes, I encourage you to go back and starting at episode 35, we were have been talking about just how to get everything done that you need to do as a homeschool mom. Now, today, this is really going to be a culmination of everything that we've been talking about. We're going to put it all together. So if you missed those first few episodes, you may want to listen to those first and have that frame of reference for today's episode. But even if you miss those and you don't want to take the time to go back to it, you can still get a lot of value out of this one. So in the first episode, we talked about knowing your purpose. So why are you doing the things that you're doing? The same applies for your homeschool. What is your homeschool why? Why are you homeschooling? What goals do you want your children to achieve? And next, we talked about taking care of yourself. The same is going to be, uh, the same will apply here. You need to take care of yourself and your children. You don't want to educate your children at the expense of your health or their health. You want it to be realistic and sustainable. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And, you know, a lot of people walk marathons and they complete them. Whereas if we only have the perspective that we're going to run the entire thing, you may never actually accomplish it. So the way that your homeschool actually looks and functions is okay if it's different than how somebody else's homeschool looks and functions. And if it looks like they are running ahead of you, let them go. We're not trying to compare our homeschool to somebody else's. We just want to achieve the goals that we've set out for our homeschool and we want our children to be successful. Then next we talked about eliminating things from our schedule, from our household tasks. And I want you to apply that same principle to your homeschool. Are there extra activities that you need to eliminate that are not adding value to your homeschool and that are not lining up with your purpose and your homeschool why? Are there subjects that maybe are not lining up for you? There may be times that you really want to do something, but you realize it's just not working and it's okay to let it go. Last year, we were reading through Plutarch and everybody had told me how valuable it is and how great it was. It was hard, but push through it and, and you'll soon really enjoy it. None of us were enjoying it. We all dreaded it every time that it came up on the schedule. And as I pondered that and really thought about why are we doing Plutarch, it came down to because other people told us we should. And subsequently, I was thinking, you know, I really can see the value in this. My, my girls really are kind of getting some of the points, but we're not enjoying this. 
So when I took that step back to see the big picture, I realized there is value in us reading through Plutarch, but maybe not right now. I think we were going at such a slow pace that it was hard for us to really process and keep it all together. And so what I decided was we're going to cover this in high school. And my daughter can read it on her own, and then we can discuss it, instead of me reading it, reading it aloud to the whole family. So it's fine if you need to take something and tweak it and make it work for your family, or let it go completely. You may want to look at your curriculum and your lesson plans and ask yourself if there's a subject or curriculum that you or your child don't like. It's okay to let it go. Now, I do know there are some subjects that you have to cover, like math and science and English, but you don't have to cover them a particular way. For example, you don't have to cover grammar from a textbook. You can do Mad Libs and just discuss what you read when they're young. And when they're older, just work on writing aspects with them. But, you know, you may have a child that really enjoys diagramming sentences and learning about all of the geeky aspects of literature. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's not one right approach to homeschooling. So find what it is that is going to work for you and bring you joy and your children and bring that in. Remember, too, that we don't have to do busy work. You could eliminate that from your schedule, and that may make your homeschool day run a lot smoother and be more enjoyable. You don't have to do every single math problem. If your child's understanding it, skip some. You don't have to do every workbook page. You don't have to use workbooks at all. You could add in games or narration. There's a lot of things that you could be doing to make your homeschooling experience fun and exciting and joyful. We then talked about automating, and we can do the same thing for our homeschools. We can find ways to automate what we have going on. So a couple of the ways that I do that is I plan ahead. I know myself, and if I don't plan the entire year ahead of time, it's not going to happen. Because I'll get involved in other projects and other interests and I just won't make the time to finish the planning. And so if I don't have a plan, we won't get it done. So I don't plan out we're going to do this lesson on this day. But I plan out the details of we're going to read these books. They're going to generally do these assignments. I know what we want to accomplish And then each week we can plan out what it is that we want to do. I don't have to plan it out any farther than that, but I I could if I wanted to. And there have been times that I've done that and it's worked well. And times right now where our schedule is a little more variable and so that just creates extra stress. So I've, I've found ways to plan ahead and know how I function best so that I can automate our our. Uh, homeschool plans. Now, you may have a totally different perspective and need to find a different system that works for you. And that's the beauty of this is you can make that work for you. You may want to look at options like Homeschool Planet or Homeschool Tracker or a spreadsheet. You may want to use procedure lists. And so say, each time we cover this subject, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And when they've done that, they're done for the day. 
Um, it may be helpful for you to have daily routines and a schedule in place for your homeschool. Hold it lightly, though. A schedule for us is just a way for me to know that I've not planned too much because I tend to plan too much in too short of a time. So it's a way for me to see, oh, this is not all going to fit. So once I have a general schedule, we treat it like a routine. We'd say we, want, we would like to start at, say, 9 o'clock, and the first thing we're going to do is math and then English and then science, you know, whatever that order is. We don't focus so much on the actual schedule as just making progress. I will say, though, we have had to use timers, not so that we can get everything in, but so that we don't spend too long on one subject because it can be easy to get bogged down in the details or sometimes my daughters have really enjoyed a book that they're reading and they don't want to stop. So a timer can be helpful to automate your ability to move on to the next task, but don't view it as a... Uh, rigid schedule that you you have to stick to that exact schedule. There are days we don't get everything done that's on the list and we just move on. Now that last thing that we talked about was delegating. You really want to turn over the responsibility of your child's education to your child. That is your ultimate goal. You want to be a facilitator and a mentor because when they graduate from your homeschool, they need to be able to function in either college or a job or running their own home and household, and they need to take responsibility for that. So you can start turning that over when your children are actually pretty young. You can train them to finish their tasks and come check in with you. You could give them a basket of independent work so that if they finish a task early and they're waiting for you, they could go get something out of that basket to work on. As they get older, you can... Involve your child more in the process of planning their education. You can help create a daily task list for them so that they can be working towards that goal of finishing their tasks. Let them choose when in the day they're going to work on their assignments as long as they get it done. So depending on the age of your child, you'll have to provide different levels of support for them. But that's part of this process of delegating is turning it over. So you're not just going to turn it all over immediately. You'll turn a little over at a time as they improve their ability to assume that responsibility. So the keys there are that you train him how to entertain himself, how teach him how to learn, how to check his own answers, train him how to recognize when he needs a break and what to do when he needs that break. Also, teach him how to set goals and identify his own motivations. I have one daughter who really wants to get her work done. She focuses really hard and she's moving on to her other projects. I have another daughter who needs a little more outside motivation to get everything done. And it's just recognizing the different personalities in each child. So, you may have resonated with one of those struggles more than the other. And I would encourage you to think about what is your biggest struggle right now in your homeschool and ask what you can eliminate, automate, or delegate to help 
line up your homeschool with your purpose and your homeschool why. And really think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. You may be able to let some of it go and still have a very successful homeschool. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed by everything you need to do as a homeschool mom, be sure to download my free Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Taming the To-Do List. You'll learn how to use four proven strategies to stop feeling overwhelmed and find rest. Go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash to do. I hope you found encouragement from this episode and are ready to face your homeschool day with confidence and gusto. You got this. Until next time, have a triumphant day.